Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the Beyond the Mic star line by a multifaceted Emmy award-winning personality who holds court on Lauren Lake's paternity court. Judge Lauren Lake, welcome. Thank you. Born in Detroit, you were immersed in the arts. How did those early years help you to where you are today? I think learning to move past obstacles has been one of my greatest gifts. And learning to understand the multifaceted nature of my own life, uh, the fact that I am multifaceted, I have different talents, different things that grow me, that even though there are things that may be going wrong in my life, that I can still focus on those things that are going right. That has helped, I think, make me into the lawyer that I am and the judge that I am for paternity court. Because despite any obstacle, the paternity question, family, the breakdown of the family, I often talk to my families about the fact that our mistakes don't have to define us. They can refine us, meaning we can use the mistakes, use the obstacles, use the hurdles to make our lives better by learning from them. And uh, that's why I do what I do. I'm passionate about helping people and empowering people to live a limitless life. After graduating law school, what was your first job? Oh, wow. Well, (laughs) after graduating law school, it wasn't my first job. I've been working since I was like 13 years old. But after graduating law school, the first thing that I did was go out to Los Angeles, and I was a background singer for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, and I, I lived my dream of singing. So after I got out of law school, that was my first job. And then after I did that, came home, took the bar, and started practicing law. You have presided over 500 cases for Lauren Lake's paternity court. Why did you decide to do this? I decided to do it because I thought, I thought there was a way. You know, you know when this started, I remember uh, our executive producer and creator coming to me saying, I had this idea. And when he said paternity court, I was like, wait, what? You know, what are we talking about? And I wanted to make sure it wasn't going to be a circus that didn't honor families. But as he began to talk about it, I thought about how many fatherless children there are, how many people who just don't know who their fathers are, and how we could help them begin to solve that question. And in that process, help them understand that putting their puzzle pieces together is an important way to empower themselves to live a life that is greater than what they think they can. And that's why I decided to do it, to help people and to make people understand that our darkest moments, our darkest times, they don't have to be, um, you know, they don't have to be the defining moments in our lives. We can use those things to move better, to move forward in a better way. People's lives change because of influences by people around them, places that they put themselves in. How has this show changed your life? It's changed my life. I I always say, as I help others heal, I heal myself. You know, although I had a great relationship with my father, my father, I'm a a daddy's girl. But you know what? It's funny because watching people crave the love of their father so much. You know, when I think some days, I just go, you know what? Let me call my dad. I call him more often. I'm, I'm, I'm so much more, even more appreciative than I was, you know, growing up about the relationship I've been able to have. Uh, in my parenting, as I parent my son and and look at the various ways in which the the way we parent and the way we speak to them and the way we give them power and show them that they have this power to live a limitless life is important. I can't tell you how many times in my courtroom as judge I witnessed generational curses of dysfunction and basically people passing down notions 
of limitless living down through the gym, you know, limited limit living, I should say, down through the generations. And what we need to be focusing on is a limitless approach to life, knowing that we can overcome those obstacles. So it changes me all the time. I always tell my families, I learn from you. You inspire me. And they really do because they have courage to step up to the plate and say, you know what? I need to know this answer. I want to take another swing at life. I've been down, but I'm not out. And that inspires me as well. With over 500 cases, there has to be one case that haunts you. Is there? Gosh, yes. There was a little boy named Josiah. I'll never forget his name. Um, This was probably season two. And he had uh, just a lot of problems with his parents. His parents were going through a lot of turmoil. And I remember in the testimony, um, there was saying that at some point they didn't even have a working fridge and it was hard for them to, you know, make meals and him to have food. And it was something about this little boy that just touched my heart. And I kept asking my producers. We kept tabs as much as we could. And then at one point, their phone number changed. And I lost contact with checking on this young boy. And I still think about him to this day. And if anybody knows who he is and they're watching, I just wanted to know if he was okay. And I wanted to know how he was doing. We check on most of our families, all of them, if, 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 if they'll allow the contact. And most of them do. They give us updates and they tell us how we're doing. We do update shows. But even the people that don't make it to the show, we still want to know how they're doing. We're joined on the star line by Lauren Lake from Lauren Lake's Paternity Court. And time's running out. So it's time for the Rocky and Eight. It is the first thing that comes to your mind. No pressure. Right now? Eight questions. First thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Okay. If people heard that you were in jail, what would be the charge? Oh, that's such a good one. Um, I would have to commit a crime for someone I love. Uh, someone harmed my son. Last movie you saw? Um, Harriet. Favorite color? Black. From your kitchen design days, what's the one thing that has to be in the perfect kitchen? <laughs> love. One thing that people don't know about you? Um... Ooh, that's good. They know so much about me. Ooh, you've got me stumped. What don't they know? Oh, that I I I have a thing where I can't eat meat on a bone. Really? <laughs> I, I can't do it. What style pizza do you like? New York or Chicago? Mm, I'm from Detroit, Chicago. If you could change one mistake from your life, what would it be? I would, I, would, I would give myself more space and grace to make even more mistakes and let go of some of my perfectionism. If you were to write a second book, the title would be what? Girl, Let Me Tell You, Part Two. <laughs> Her favorite color is black. She's saying back up to Dr. Dre and Puff Daddy and can't eat meat on a bone. <laughs> I can't believe it. It is Judge Lauren Lake from Lauren Lake's Paternity Court. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.